Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to the Room 104 Podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. It's Cormac and Saoirse here on Room 104. Still to come, we'll be chatting about proposals if you know of anyone or know of any stories when someone actually said no instead of yes, let us know. 0876797104 now. Room 104's Control-Alt-Delete. It's a look into your future. And not in a psychic way, but when it comes to uh, technology and um, you know tech and devices that will be disrupting your life over the next while, what's happening? It's a quick roundup of the latest tech and science stories that are on. And um, this next story, I think, I think you're going to hate this. Oh, why? I hate most tech to be honest because I'm ringing you going I don't know how to send an oh, yeah. email <laughs> and you're like you just press send yeah That's you're fine it. just do that mm. uh, no I think a lot of people are going to hate this um, no one I, no one is going to like this at all and I think tech giants can get a bit too convoluted and up themselves you have an uh, Amazon Alexa I do I have a Google Home and if you're listening you might have a smart speaker you might also be worried that smart speakers are listening to you 24-7 and you have little listening devices in your house and you've paid for them and you don't care and you wonder, is Big Brother listening to you? Probably. It but makes sense, doesn't it, really? This is where it gets even weirder. Amazon are bringing out a new wearable called the Halo Band. And it is a small device, kind of like a watch. It has a microphone on you, though, but it's listening to you 24-7. Right. So it's a microphone that's constantly on. Why is it doing it? It's so it can tell you whether your voice is too overbearing, irritating, opinionated, dismissive, or condescending. Wow. Yeah. There's times where I say something or I say a word or a sentence and I stop and think, you're such an idiot. <laughs> Does that ever happen to you? Where you literally yeah, catch I, I, yourself? I, I, yeah, I, no, I was going to say, all the time when I hear you talking, I'm like, you wow. Them? You catch yourself sometimes saying something that comes yeah. out either too snobby or sounding or something else and you just think, you are an absolute a-hole. I do. Happens, I'd say once well, a week. Now, well, now you can have the halo band which will tell you if you're too condescending snobbish mean dismissive as they say I just think who thought this was a good idea who does anyone want Amazon telling you how to be a nicer person I mean I would yeah I mean Amazon can start paying their staff properly how about that how about <laughs> put a wearable on Jeff Bezos and go one don't cheat on your wife and two pay your staff well how about that Yeah. how about that how yeah. about that as a wearable no I just it's really I don't know Really off-putting that a company thinks that they can come in and p- literally police and train you into being more positive. And again, what do they determine is overbearing or dismissive or 
Yeah, it could turn you robotic more like but that's anything it. Again, else. Again, literal big brother conditioning and training you training you how to speak based on what a nerdy programmer in Silicon Valley thinks you should talk like. Yeah. And they're all idiots. I mean They're it, idiots. Like I said, once a week around I definitely say something and I'm like you sound like an a-hole. So maybe I need to be told. Mm. This Halo device also will... It's trying to do every part of your body. So it'll tell you when you sound bad, but it'll also scan your body to be, to give you your body fat percentage and will also tell you when you're not exercising enough. So it'll body shame oh. you and also tell you that you're being a moron. That's good, though. We need to be body shamed sometimes. <laughs> like me. Maybe um, my blood circulation wouldn't be so bad if I exercised and got go. up off my ass. That's fair enough. But I think anyway, uh, the device is called the Halo Band. They're running a, a discount on it right now. But I think that will go the way of Google Glass and it just won't be successful at all. Because who wants to be told, Sarah, you're being a bit dismissive there. Shut up, Amazon. Just shut up. Sell your books and that's it. Yeah, but you might want it for somebody else. A oh, colleague. give it to a, a bit of a rude boss. Exactly. I got you the I Halo got you, Band. Yeah, okay. so maybe we could use it together. Maybe. Okay, maybe we can see a use for it there, but I just think, go away, lads. Come on now. Uh, You've done enough damage as it is. Anyway, uh, next story. A new um, medicine, a new pill has been developed or is being developed by a crowd called Rani Therapeutics. And it's very interesting. People, if you have to take regular medicine on a regular basis, sometimes you forget. All right, if you have to take, I'm sure there's days where you've forgot to take the pill and you're like, ooh. Whoopsies. Yes, I have. But if you have a serious condition where maybe either every day you need to take an injection Mm. or every day you need to take a series of pills, I'm sure some days if you miss those, that could be very bad news for you. Yeah, I can imagine it would. And it can be tricky to remember these things, especially if you go away and stuff. If you go away on holidays or you change up your routine at all, sometimes you can forget to put that in. Uh, um, Obviously, if you have a life-threatening condition or illness, you have to take your medication. The Rani Therapeutics have come up with an interesting solution. They're creating a pill. And what you take is uh, you take the pill and the pill will know based on the acidity when it has reached your small intestine, right? Oh. Then the pill grows in size. And then the pill has these time-sensitive sugar spikes that are like little needles that will inject themselves into the walls of your intestine and then over time will release the medication that you need. That's incredible. So it is not available on the market yet, but it's designed for people who have medications to take and who, to make it easier for them to forget. So now you just take one pill, it lodges in your small intestine, perfectly safe, perfectly fine, and it grows in size so it'll stay there and out come these little uh, spikes Sugar spikes made from sugar, and then they release the medicine through it there, so you'll never have to uh, miss your pills ever again. And you'll never have to if you constantly get needle injections. Like, is it? I don't know if diabetics have to keep. They do, yeah. Injecting they have to, insulin. I'm not sure if they it's do have like to. That, but I think it's type one. They have to do that, yeah. Yeah, so it could be a good solution for people uh, like that. So um, there you go. That's that. That's story. That's interesting. Although you can imagine, it's probably going to go wrong before it goes right. Do you know what I mean? Someone's going to overdose on their tablets. Yeah, it'd be like took two of them. No, 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 don't take two. Um, but yeah, good idea. Uh, there you go. Uh, a machine was trained. On, uh, you know, they have these machine learning things. Anyway, uh, Janelle Shane is a computer scientist researcher. And what she did was she fed a huge amount of news headlines from 2020 into this machine learning thing. Okay. So what these machine learning things before have been done, they've been trained to be able to like make fake human faces. You put a thousand faces into this machine and they can understand the aspects of a face that it has two eyes, a nose, a mouth, and then it can generate its own unique faces. Same thing was done here, except they just gave it news headlines. So the news headlines from 2020 were fed into this machine and then the machine was asked to make predictions on headlines for 2020. 
Oh, very good. So yeah. based on the trends from this year, what headlines could this and did this computer model predict for 2021? And here are some of them, right? Here are These are the headlines that we could be seeing if this computer model is correct. From looking at everything that happened in 2020, these are predictions for new, news headlines for next year. And here's what this machine came up with. Here's the first headline. Apparently there is no good photo of the Melbourne spider. That's terrifying. There's a Melbourne spider. A desert mystery. What is this rock that looks like a plane ticket? <laughs> what? Yeah, this is obviously just yeah. garbage that has been outputted by the machine after studying all of these uh, all of these things. So obviously we had a lot of COVID stuff. Yeah, we did. We had the forest fires. We had murder hornets this year. So we had a whole lot of chaos. And after analysing thousands and thousands of headlines, here's what the computer thinks might happen next year. Mysterious origin of monster deep sea toads solved. That would be an improvement. I did not know we had monster deep sea toads, but apparently next year it could happen. What are dragon cats and why are they getting hyped? <laughs> I like that. That is good, actually, yeah. Massive radioactive sinkhole continues to grow in Russia. Now, that could be... Terrifying. That's true. That's 100% true, yeah, yeah, isn't it? That 100%. is definitely happening. You heard it here first. There is a going to be a radioactive sinkhole growing in Russia next year. Why scientists believe the killer raccoons of the Pacific Northwest are responsible for this kill. Jesus. So, okay. Um, There's a lot of gore here. There is, yeah. A lot of death and despair. Lycoperdon... I don't know what that is. Do you know what that is? No. Lycoperdons? Lyco... Lycoperdons? Lycoperdons, the tiny deadly puffballs, are on the march again. From deep in the earth, darkness boils to the surface. Sassy. Oh, this is weird. Targredade previews near... Previous new, new Doctor Who. I think we can know that the machine has obviously punched and it's produced a lot of random stuff. Yeah. The one struggling. I think may happen is uh, why scientists, sorry, massive radioactive sinkhole continues to grow in Russia. Yeah. That seems to be a good one that this computer has predicted. Dragon cats, maybe. Maybe there'll be dragon cats next year. I hope not. And, uh, oh, look at this. Fears rise of new dwarf hippo public relations disaster after rise in sightings. So there's going to be a new dwarf hippo. Cute. Dwarf hippos, folks. It's going to be beautiful. Uh, anyway, that has been uh, what the machine has predicted will happen next year based on the headlines from this year. That's kind of how crazy this year has been. I'd believe anything. If the trends continue mm. and the if the trends continue and if that machine is right and that computer is right, there are some of the headlines we could expect to see uh, next year. A final story this evening as well. Oh, they've some company has developed uh, LED lights that can kill 99.9% of the coronavirus. That's very cool. The Not first thing I thought about lights, lights all, already available, certain frequencies of light at a certain uh, brightness are able to kill the coronavirus. So and do you have to wear a light on your head? No, no, no. You put a light into a venue. <sighs> this is what I'm thinking. The first thing I thought was pubs and bars. Fantastic idea. Pubs, bars and gyms and hospitals, by the way, they can have them at the door. That's a great idea. Yeah, and light, it's not... Um, it's not radioactive, but it's not going to give you cancer. Like it's just yeah. a bright light, and it's able to kill um, coronavirus as well. And, and also, final story as well tonight: a guy dropped his phone out of a plane, his iPhone out of a plane while it was recording, and it survived the fall. And he got all the footage of the play of no the phone way. falling out of the camera, or the phone falling out of the plane. I should say he mustn't have been that high. How high was he? I can imagine it would have smashed to pieces. Uh, three hundred meters, so thousand foot. Wow! Found it intact the next morning. Unbelievable. Screen protector was only bust the rest of it was fine. So it happened over the, the beach over in Rio de Janeiro in Brazil. And um, so they, I suppose maybe they're building them slightly better than they were before. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Hopefully. Because I definitely need a new one because mine is in absolute bits. Uh, is it bad? 
Very bad. Yeah. You can actually see the inside of the phone now because I dropped it on the back. Yeah. Has kind of half come off it. Oh no. So now it's like it's in bits. Good luck. See you. Bye. Yeah. Thank you very much. Uh, right there you go. There are your stories from this evening. Oh eight seven six seven nine seven one zero oh, four. Hey Cormac and Sergio, what's the story? Have I heard right last night that FM104 are going to look after their more loyal listeners for Christmas? N- n- I think you're taking this up completely wrong. Um, on on Thursday, we're having our listener awards. Is that what you, this is I about? I presume that that's probably what you're... Uh, yeah, it's not that we're going to look after you more. You're not going to get any money or any prizes, but we will no. be awarding some of our favourite listeners an honorary award, an yeah. honorary certificate award. Yeah, because you deserve it. Yeah, they'll be in random categories, but we'll do that on Thursday. Mm. Don't go uh, don't go expecting any money. No, no, don't. Or any prizes. Yeah. This is just a, a thanks for listening. Yeah. If that makes sense. We give you nothing. We we'll give absolutely, absolutely nothing. nothing. No. Right. Anyway, that was control out delete. And if we've any tech stories that we've missed, tag us. We'll give you a shout out and a mention next week. On the way next, we need to get back to those stories of proposals that went bad. Has she ever said no? If you or someone you know has ever had a proposal kind of go wrong where the person has said no what happened why did it happen how did you get out of that awkward situation uh, 0876797104 and joining us on next have a little bit of a chat about how their 2020 has gone friend of the show who's been on a lot this year we decided to bring them back for one more installment before Christmas kind of wraps everything up our resident medical expert Dr. Jennifer Wider she is on the way next here on F104 you're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon FM 104 we're winding down the year to 2020 the most miserable year of all time on record uh, on record in recent history I'm sure like 1088 and 1098 was probably a hell of a lot worse than 2020 but for you for me for Sirius it's probably been absolutely horrific so we're getting some of our favourite guests and contributors and friends from 2020 on to pick their brains see how their Christmas is going and, and see what they've been up to and joining us now she has been the purveyor of some of the weirdest medical knowledge in 2020 we've loved having her on uh, Dr. Jennifer Wider joins us how are things? Good, thank you. Thanks for having me. Things are good, you know, just uh, staying the course, hoping to turn that corner soon and see the light at the end of the tunnel. But happy to put 2020 in the rearview mirror, definitely. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I have to say, we've missed all our chats about disgusting things, um, medical related <laughs> stuff and weird phobias and all the rest of it. So um, it's so lovely to have you back on. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, it's uh it's hard to uh, divert the attention from the COVID-19 news. So, so yes, I miss the, uh, the crazy health news. Definitely miss that. Uh, doctor, we'll, we'll punch into the serious stuff now because we were chatting a little bit earlier on just about engagements and, and finding people's stories. Did you ever come across anyone who got proposed to and said no to the, to the person? It happened to me, which was so funny because offline when I received the note from Sarah, I'm like, this happened to me. So, um... Oh, it's a heartbreaking story for the guy. But one of my very (laughs) closest friends in college and I were super, super tight, like really, really good friends. And the relationship really was completely platonic. And he invited me to go skiing with him for his birthday. He was from out west in the United States. He actually is from Alaska, believe it or not. So as far away from New York City as you can imagine. And he decided to go to graduate school in New York City to be close to me. I didn't really realize what was going on. I definitely didn't read between the lines, but he invited me to go skiing with him for the weekend. 
And we went, you know, we we rented a like ski chalet and we were up there and totally platonic, you guys, out of the blue, he had a ring, went down on one knee and proposed to me. (gasps) I was like, oh my God, I didn't know what to do. So I freaked out completely. I called my parents, like a good graduate student, and my dad wanted to pick (laughs) me up. I was in you know, my parents were in New York and we were in Massachusetts, which is pretty far. It's like a good four, three to four hour drive. It was two in the morning when I called my parents. I was hysterical. My father was like, stay there. We're going to pick you up. It was like, you know, or, and my mother was like, are you kidding? But he was worried that this poor guy would be very upset and, and he would find my body, you know, somewhere the next morning, which wasn't <laughs> the case at all. But I said, you know, I really liked him so much as a friend. I loved him as a friend, but it just wasn't there for me. And, you know, the question, and I've done stuff on this subsequently, like I've written articles about if the spark isn't there, can it grow? Do you know what I mean? You're not sexually attracted to them or not attracted to them physically. Can it grow? And for me, out of that relationship, I have to say a hard no to that, you guys. Like he would have been a wonderful partner, but it just wasn't there. And hang on, hang on, hang on. There's so much, there's so much here. Where I feel as if we're skipping over. I want to know the the intimate details. Where did he propose? And then what did he do after you? Like, how did you tell him no? Did you just scream or what happened? So he got down. And it was really late at night. We had gone skiing. We went out to dinner. There was nothing like. I'm telling you, this relationship was very platonic, but it wasn't on his on on his end, you know. Not he, even your dog um, believes you, Dr. Jennifer Wider here now. Your dog's disagreeing dog. going, you were leading them on. I have to tell you guys, we got a pandemic dog. So now I have two dogs, which has been keeping me very busy. Two crazy dogs. Okay, so he got down on one knee. It was like, you know, after dinner, it was like midnight and he proposed and I was like, I I didn't really outwardly say no immediately. I just kept saying, you know, we're really good friends and this, that. He knew it was a no, but I, it was his birthday. Like, I didn't want to break his heart, you know? (laughs) So he left, Corman. He left, like, the the chalet. Like, he was like, I'm taking a walk, you know? Yeah. It was like a scene out of Game of Thrones. Like, he was going to be eaten by white walkers, and I was stuck in the chalet, like, freaking out. But Um, what I don't get about this is that you, you weren't in a relationship as such. I think he felt like I was um, waiting until I had a commitment from somebody to express myself intimately. I think that's what I realized and we spoke about afterwards. Oh, wow. So so I think that was his feeling. And, you know, here I am in graduate school. Like, if it were going to be intimate, it would have happened. And we were just on completely two different wavelengths. And it was heartbreaking. And I and I love this guy, but we're we're not friends. Like, he hates his whole family hates me. Like for Christmas this year, they're giving dartboards with my face on it. And we're talking 20 years later. (laughs) Oh, for God's sake. What are you supposed to do? It's true. Like, that's the thing. I just felt like so, um, you know, it just was uh, it just was a complete heartbreak. And what are you supposed to do? Exactly. What can you do? You're meant to you're meant to you're meant to not hurt his feelings, marry him and then hate your life for 25, (laughs) 30 years. Right. And then you just suck it up until the kids go away to college and then you get a divorce and you're, you know, you're you're 60 years old and you're looking like hell. And you're bitter and you're, you're like, really bitter with life. I think that's the, the secret way of doing it traditionally. But can I ask you, Dr. Wider, right? Were, were you and yes. him there on your own? It was just the two of you. Like it wasn't a group of friends. Yes, yes, Cormac. And exactly right. So you're picking up on it. I gave mixed signals completely. And in hindsight, like, you know, I was just very innocent and naive. And I felt like we were going away as friends. And 
it comes back to that old movie, Harry Met Sally. I don't know if you guys yeah. saw it, but yes, like can women and men be friends? And I feel like in his case, no, you know, no. and in my case, I thought, yes. So no, no, no. before the ski trip, had, had you guys ever gone on other random trips away? Like, was there many mixed signals? No. Where he's like, I think no. she really likes me. Yeah, no, I never we were never on trips alone. We went out to dinner all the time alone. Like after I would finish my you know medical school exams, he would bring me little gifts like he did all sorts of like lovely things. And in hindsight, like the whole puzzle came together. But living it, I felt like I loved the attention. And I guess it just, you know, I loved having somebody that knew me so well because we were in college together. You know, it was loaded on his his end. Did he contact you afterwards? So I met my husband in medical school and he had called me because I had gotten engaged like several years later. And he asked me all sorts of questions about that relationship because he thought it had overlapped when he was living in New York City and he wasn't happy. And then I saw him at a college reunion, but it has been very icy. And he had friended me on Facebook and his his father had passed away. And I wrote him a a really lovely note because I knew his family. Not well, of course, because, again, we met in college. So his family was in Alaska and mine was in New York. So. You know, we never met, but I I met them a couple times at graduation, et cetera. And I sent him a note and he wrote me back and CC'd his wife on the note. (laughs) And I was so, you know, I I was like, basically, it's not really fair for me to continue this friendship with him because I think it's making his wife very uncomfortable. So I've lost touch with him. It's been over 10 years and I haven't had any contact at all. That is probably the strangest story I've ever heard in my life. I know. It's such an American tale. And I feel like crazy Americans, but I do feel like I played a major role in that with not leading him on so much intimately or sexually, but but I guess the, the activities that we did really would be considered, you know, Romantic. activities that boyfriend and girlfriend would do. Yeah. Oh, but it's so awkward. Like, I'm with you on that. I would have thought, oh, he's my friend. Let's go skiing. God, Let's go oh, away. Come on. You're, you're not sleeping in bed highly together. highly educated women and you're going on dinner dates and to trips away on your own to ski chalets. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I know. Oh, my God. Oh, he has a diary somewhere that. where he's like, I really think Jennifer loves me. She, she, We had such a fun date last night at dinner. I asked her to the mountains, the most romantic setting in the world. She said, yes, I really think this is it. Like, how, do you have any idea how much the ring was worth that he proposed to you with? No, no idea what the ring was worth. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it's not one of these big diamond honkers. You know what I'm saying? That would like yeah. knock your eyes out if it hit the sun. But it was like a nice, you know, it was a small diamond. It was lovely. It was just lovely. And of course, like, you know, I didn't take the ring either. That was the other thing. I didn't even take it. I wouldn't try it on. I was losing my mind. I was like under the bed when he finally came back at three in the morning. Oh, hiding. God. It turned into a really good horror movie. Let me tell you. That's why my dad oh, that would have been amazing. Yeah. The engagement from hell. God. Right. Exactly. Oh, so that's so funny that I personally had a uh, an example of this. But he was such a nice, he's such a nice guy, you guys. Like, I always feel very guilty and it makes me, I, I just feel awful talking about it. You know, it's just terrible. And the fact that his family hated me. I was like the kind of person that always got along really well with, you know, boyfriend's yeah. parents, boyfriend's family. So the thought that they, you know, just despised me just really bothered me for years on end. Yeah, it would do. Uh, it's always the nice ones as well. I mean, they obviously took you up wrong or he took you up wrong and the family went along with that and thought, oh, she's horrible for not saying yes. But well, at the end of the day, he was probably saying to them for like at least a week, I say that, you know, he told someone he was probably going to do this, might have asked for his mother's advice. I don't know if he had sisters and was like, how will I do it? What should I do? Will she like this ring? Blah, blah, blah. And then how does he tell them 
Oh, it turns out we, we were just friends this whole time. It's that, and he oh. has the twin sister, so it's actually her fault, Cormac. <laughs> there you go. Let's blame the twin sister. She should have picked it up on her. <laughs> well, thank you for that. That has literally made me kind of <laughs> speechless here. Dear God. Yeah, so Sarah, be careful if you're invited to a, a, a ski chalet that you're not giving out mixed signals because you may relive my, <laughs> uh, one of my, life's biggest mistakes. <laughs> oh god yeah. well listen uh, that's brilliant thanks a million um, for that I'm delighted now we got you on to share that tale of absolute horror I've never felt more awkward in my entire <laughs> life and listen uh, before we let you go one thanks a million for uh, all the help uh, during the year and for popping on and um, uh, entertaining us and informing us throughout the year but how's life in New York at the minute like with regards to lockdown and restrictions can you can you go out to the pubs and restaurants yet or what's the story Things are slowing down and there are threats, you know, on the weekly basis from the governor saying that everything's going to be shut down. The problem is with the American holiday of Thanksgiving and with Christmas around the corner, a lot of people didn't heed the warnings of social distancing and masking. So the numbers are, you know, jumping up again and New York City is starting to experience those high numbers that we had last spring. So I think until this vaccine really gets rolled out in a uniform fashion, uh, the, the, the fallout from the holidays is going to be pretty dire here. So I'm, I'm expecting another shutdown. But so far right now, things aren't completely shut down and people are out. And the weather's been mild, even though today it's snowing a little bit. The weather's been fairly mild. So people like to be outside. And when they can be Central Park, we've had some unseasonably warm weather. People were out packing Central Park. Um, trying to social distance the best they can. But, you know, you know how it feels to be cooped up. People are just done with this. Fingers yes. crossed, though, this will be the end and 2021. We can say no a- to random proposals that we don't want and <laughs> yes to going out with friends. <laughs> well, it's great to hear your voices, you guys. Happy New Year 2021. Let it be a better year for all of us. Absolutely. Uh, no surprise engagements. <laughs> there you go. Definitely. Listen, Dr. Wider, thanks a million for popping on. You can go follow her at Dr. Wider, D or W I D E or across Twitter and Instagram. But listen, it's a pleasure, and we'll chat you again in the new year. All right, guys, take care. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Welcome, Sir here on Room 104, and can you understand your pets? That's the question we're going with this evening. Do you speak to them? If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Do they talk back? And can you honestly tell um, when they're actually trying to say something to you? Can you understand them? Or are you just losing your mind? Well, um, good news, especially now if you're a, a cat lover, but I'm going to presume this is going to be rolled out for other pets further on down the line. An app has been built and is being developed that can translate your cat's meows so you can understand your cats um, a little bit better. Um, to j- joining us now to talk exactly how in the name of God that happens uh, and how you develop an app that can translate cat talk to you. Uh, from the Meow Talk app, one of the uh, group technical program manager behind developing that piece of technology joins us now on the line to talk cat talk, Meow Talk, how do you translate cat language. Javier Sanchez, sir, how are you? I'm doing just fine. Thanks for having me on. This is so interesting, probably because I live alone with my cat and <laughs> she's an indoor cat, which probably is even worse. So she's very vocal you know, much more vocal than any other cat that I've ever come across. I never know what she wants. Um, there's definitely a, a difference between her meow when she kind of wants to be fed. But just mm-hmm. randomly, if I'm sitting on the couch, she'll just walk over and kind of just look at me meow and walk off. And I'm like, do, do, do you want a pet or I'm not sure. But how can we understand cats and pets a little bit more? Oh, uh, great question. So so cats do have consistency in their, their vocalization. It's not always meows. They have other sounds they can make. And uh, we can detect uh, those. There's general patterns that exist between all breeds of cat. Think of it something similar to uh, if you hit yourself, you know, on, on, on a wall or something with your elbow, you'll, you'll make something like an ouch sound, right? If you get surprised, mm-hmm. you'll, you'll say something like, oh, and so on and so forth. They're not exactly words, but it's a sound that's consistent. Cats have that, too, with a lot of general intention. And we're able to detect those as well as learn any unique words that your cat knows. And not all cats have vocabularies, but the ones that are very chatty most likely do. And they'll use those words consistently too for various things. But where did this idea come from? Why cats? Mm -hmm. Well, I've known for for 10 years now, and the research is, is a lot older than that. The farther back you go, the less scientific it is. But I've known for a while now that, that, that research and data was there that says, yep, cats have what we would call words. It's technically not words. And and we have had the voice recognition technology uh, that we use in smart speakers every day now. To, to We have the voice recognition technology to identify and, and pattern match uh, those those vocalizations. So um, I, a couple of years ago, I was listening to a, a radio special by a doctor. Uh, her name was Suzanne Schatz. Um, she's a Swedish doctor that studies vocalization. And she was basically um, talking about her book, The Secret Language of Cats. And that kind of tied it all together. I was fresh off the heels of my job at Alexa, uh, where I was working with data science engineers. And uh, I said, you know what, we have the technology for this, the data and science is there. We can make an app for this. And so are you able to distinguish what they're saying, depending mm-hmm. on their meow? Yeah, yeah. So there, there's a there's there's nine general intentions uh, that we can detect out of the box with this app. 
Uh, they range from what a cat would make a sound for when it's calling for its mother, like a kitten calling for its mother. But they continue that sort of with the, with humans after they get out of the kitten phase. Uh, for being defensive, angry, fighting, resting, purring, mating calls, uh, those are very distinctive. So if you've lived with a cat that's making those calls, you, you would recognize it. Uh, for, for owners that have a good ear for, for their cat's meows, uh, this app won't give them a lot out of the box. They already know what their cat's meowing for. But it can help you explore your cat's unique vocabulary if you want to take the understanding to the next level. So even for owners that have that ear and have that relationship with their cat, um, they can use this as a tool to explore the vocabulary and even go a bit further. But the Vision has always been a wearable device. Even when I heard that radio special a couple of years ago, I envisioned a cat walking into the room with a collar, meows, you hear a human voice. Uh, that's always been the vision, and that's what's keeping me excited on this project right now, that the app is just a step towards that. Okay, I'm going to try this. I'm definitely going to get it, because there's certain times when I kind of know what she's saying or what she wants, but then she makes these mm-hmm. horrible noises that sounds like she's in agony. They, they're kind of like an ow sound, where the, the uh, M is just gone, and she's like howling. Yeah, it's howling. Yeah, that's uh, use the app. It'll, I, I'm 90% sure it's going to tell you that it's a mating call, and the app will translate in, that into something like, you know, I'm in love or I'm looking for, for someone, <laughs> you know, something along those lines. But long story short, it's a mating call. And the male really? cats and the female cats make it. It sounds very weird. Um, now, but even that's the fact what's that going she's on. been, um, you know, she had her operation. Mm-hmm. Well, then it might be something else. Uh, I would like to think that if she's been spayed, uh, then uh, then that's uh, then that it's she's less likely to make those sounds. But who knows? I mean, it could just be her way of asking for something as well. Maybe she's looking for you or, or wants a toy and, and that's just how she asks for it. Um, so you can train the app to, to learn these unique words. Um, when when you, uh, for example, let's say you're in a context where you have a lot of control over over the environment. Uh, your cat's asking for food or asking to go out. Catch a few translations. Uh, it'll give you something like I'm in pain or hello or whatnot. Just say, nope, that's not the right one. It's uh, this one. Let me out. Or you can create your own unique uh, translation, whatever it might be. Give me my toy or pet me. Um, do that about five to ten times. Wait 24 hours because the app updates once a day. And you'll you'll get uh, the app will learn that unique word when it hears it. Like, can I actually respond to my cat through this device? Like, kind of kind of teach me ways that she'll mm-hmm. understand what I'm saying. Uh, well, you can respond, but I don't think they'll uh, they'll they'll react to it. Uh, whether or not they 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 know what they're hearing and and it's a form of communication. I, I haven't seen a lot of data there, so I don't think it, you'll get the response from your cat that you're looking for. Uh, the the joke I like to tell people is that dogs absolutely understand what you tell them to do and they follow commands but they can't they can't really speak uh unique words they have a few barks but there's no data in science there that says that we can distinguish a vocabulary from it so all right they can hear what we're telling them but they really can't talk back to us cats are the opposite they don't care what we tell them but they can, <laughs> yeah, they can definitely tell us what they want us to do yeah, that, yeah. That's, that's incredibly true and um, so is this a just a smartphone app available on the iphone and android or how can people start doing this and using this yeah right now we we just have an android app and an iphone app uh we're we're looking at you know the vision has always been a wearable collar like device so i mean i'm working fast and hard with my team to 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 work on that but yeah right now as easy as just downloading uh, one of those two apps okay full of information i'm definitely going to try that try and understand exactly what my cat susan is um saying she's meowing like constantly during the night as well. So hopefully this will mm-hmm. help other people as well, maybe. 
Yeah, that's that's the idea is that even if you if you're pretty attuned to what your cat wants, sometimes they'll meow out of context. And that's where this this technology can be really helpful. Um, it can help you decipher what they want when they come follow you into the bedroom. Right? You don't know if they're asking to go out, they want a toy, they want food, who knows. Uh, it can be helpful there. When we get to the point where we have a wearable device, the idea is that your cat will be at the door. It'll meow and you'll get an alert on your phone, you know, saying, let me in. You can come downstairs and, and let your cat in. So we've got a lot of flexibility with this tech. And, and then, you know, even further on down the line, I'm sure you're going to be able to customize the voice of your cat, nearly give it an avatar so you can change <laughs> how your cat sounds and just have the speaker in the collar and just have full-blown conversations with your cat. It'll be amazing. <laughs> yeah, it'll be it'll be amazing. So uh, I'll just, I don't say this too often, but I'll, I'll share it with your audience. Uh, my, my original vision for this was Samuel L. Jackson's voice. I want my cat to walk into the living room and talk to me like like Samuel L. Jackson. But you can you can there's no limits once you're at that point. Once you've reached the Samuel L. Jackson point, like there's the the the, the technology is wide open for any way you want to go with it. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it can be a lot of fun. It can be a lot. That'll of fun. be amazing because I know there's there's voice modeling going on now as well in different areas of audio tech, and and so the the, op- oh. the options and things will be will be endless. Are you planning on doing this for um, anything else apart from cats, like babies or grumpy men <laughs> who haven't been fed yet on a Sunday afternoon? Oh no, those are those are too hard. Cats are actually way <laughs> easier than those categories. <laughs> way easier. Are they really though? As a cat owner myself, I would think a baby is a lot easier. Well, maybe. Um, I, I would rather work with, with, with angry cats than an angry baby. <laughs> Fair enough. If I had to choose, because I have to collect all that data, right, and train that's it. That's true, actually. Um, yeah. yeah, working with kittens, I think that's, that's a, little bit, a little bit higher on the list. Well, listen, it's really an interesting app. If you're a cat owner and want to maybe um, have a look into this a little bit more, just search for Meow Talk. It's all one word. You can get it on the Android or you can get it on a, an iPhone if you're an iPhone user as well. But Javier, uh, Javier Sanchez <laughs> from Meow Talk and the, the group's technical program director um, <laughs> who has helped put this all together. Thanks a million for popping on FM 104 tonight. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to the Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. FM 104. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.